I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on Utah's all-day companion for news, KSL News Radio. And as always, we want to know what's on your mind. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Uh, and also always make sure that you've got the uh, KSL News Radio app downloaded to your device. It's uh, powered by our friends at Any Hour Services. That way you're always up to the minute. You can always tap in. And, of course, if you miss something, you can always go back, pick up a podcast uh, great interview today with uh, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, uh, live from Rome, Italy, where he is uh, stationed currently. He's been there throughout the coronavirus with his wife, Callista, who is the ambassador to the Holy See there in the Vatican. And uh, some re- just some really fascinating things. And again, whether you're a big fan of his uh, politically or not, uh, he is a historian. He is a uh, out-of-the-box thinker extraordinaire and a really fun, really interesting interview uh, you can pick that up uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, therefore what? Uh, so as we roll into this last segment today, um, a lot of interesting things as, as we've been talking about. One of the things that Newt Gingrich mentioned was the fact that he's watching America rise up in a really challenging time. Uh, he's watching it from abroad, which I think is fascinating. And he he brought up uh, the Tocqueville. Uh, that, you know, America is great because she is good and because people voluntarily come together to do good things. Uh, we just talked uh, to our friend at Harmer, Harmer uh, Brothers and uh, the great things that Benton Crane and the, the crew there are doing to help entrepreneurs and business owners and uh, just some great things going on there. And as always, it's those community-driven solutions. It's That's where things happen. And I think it's instinctive. Uh, for most people. Uh, in fact, uh, our good friend uh, here at the station, Colby, uh, gave us a, a nice heads up uh, on a really interesting story that uh, ties into all of this. Uh, and it's that the, the people of Ireland uh, have been inspired to a, an act of generosity by Native Americans that happened 170 years ago. 170 years ago, 1847, the uh, Choctaw people collected $170. $170 to send to the people of Ireland who were starving during the potato famine. Uh, in fact, here's uh, a little bit of the pay it forward now uh, as the uh, Irish folks have come together and put a little GoFundMe together. Uh, here's how they're describing it. I had done some shopping and uh, for myself and for my mom. Uh, my mom provides care for my nieces. And in that process, I was finding that many shelves were bare. And she put the call out to other um, organizers, and then we just started helping her 
um, purchase supplies, sanitize those supplies, get them distributed and get them delivered to uh, elders who are raising their grandchildren, which is our top priority, and struggling families. All right, so so here you have 170 years later, the people of Ireland are now raising money uh, to help uh, Native Americans here in the U.S. And as of this morning, as of about uh, 10.55 this morning, uh, they had raised $2.6 million uh, out of a $3 million goal. Uh, almost 50,000 donors uh, have participated in that, the Navajo Nation and the Hopi Reservation, uh, trying to uh, to help them uh, with some of the uh, food and, and things that they need. Uh, so it's, it's, again, another one of these great pay-it-forward, best-of-humanity moments that we like to point out because it's important that we remember those because this is how we get through things. And it's not just how we get through things, it's it's how we achieve great things. Uh, and so that's, the to me, the the whole key. Uh, you know, as, as I've traveled the country and traveled around the world, uh, there are some real basic principles, some basic values and ideas of freedom and free enterprise that uh, really drive society. And they uh, drive people in this uh, country from every walk of life. And they're not conservative ideas and they're not liberal ideas. They're not democratic ideas and they're not Republican ideas. They're simply American ideas and ideals. And I've seen these ideas manifest in big cities. I've seen them in rural communities. Um, I've heard these principles echo from podiums and convention centers to pulpits and churches. And we've, we've heard these voices. It's an American voice. Uh, and you can hear it in so many different ways. And it's these principles and this idea of coming together, of helping, not because it's mandated, but because it's what we do and it's who we are. And while there are some people out there who who do want us to believe that we're just too divided as a nation to get anything done, that we're too fractured and, and too alienated from one another to solve big problems, that we have to look to the smart people wherever they are and wherever they are. Uh, it's not where we are, and we've got to reject that. This is a time, while we deal with the coronavirus, this is a really good time to hit the reset button and to to say enough of the divisive stuff. Let's reject the idea that we're on the verge of a civil war. Uh, I think we're actually on the verge of a civil debate if we just allow that to happen. Uh, and even though we're going to be in the middle of a, a real challenging uh, election cycle coming up again in, in with the backdrop of the coronavirus. But the thing that we have to remember is what we're seeing, what we're seeing from from Harmon Brothers, what we're seeing from these good folks in, in Ireland, uh, literally paying it forward uh, from an act done uh, by Native Americans 170 years ago, uh, that they donated money because the people in Ireland were starving because of the famine. Uh, all of those things are what give me great hope in the future of the country. And while sometimes we frame that in the terms of, you know, big government, small government, the opposite of big government isn't small government. It, it's really civil society. It's it's having big citizens, heroic communities, people who come together and unite to do good things. It's community problem solving uh, that gives me the most hope for the future. Uh, for the country, uh, and really for the world. 
Because if we if we don't, if we abdicate now, if we say, okay, we're just going to let uh, a big distant government handle everything out of Washington, D.C., uh, that's where we're going to get in, into big trouble. Uh, interestingly, uh, years ago, uh, Neil A. Maxwell made a really interesting political observation. Uh, he said this. He said, I fear that as conditions worsen, many will react to the failures of too much government by calling for even more government. Then there will be more and more lifeboats launched because fewer and fewer citizens will know how to swim. And so we, we do, we need we need bigger citizens. We need more heroic communities. We need more people willing to just do good things because they can. And again, that's what gives me the most hope in all of this. It's community problem solving. And we can combine that with the digital revolution and we can, the millennials, millennials are great at this. We're, we're really poised to overcome all kinds of things, including the failure of our political system. We, we may not get the political system to work all that much better, but that should never, ever stop us from making society better. And we should remember that it's not going to be who's sitting in the Oval Office, but it's who's sitting at the kitchen table that matters. Uh, more than who's sitting behind the Resolute desk in the West Wing of the White House, it's who's sitting behind the desk of a small business or who's kneeling at the side of a desk of a struggling student that matters. Uh, more than who's sitting in the Situation Room, it's who's sitting in that hospital room, that city council room, and most important, that living room that really makes a difference for America. So remember... Ideas go booming through the world like cannons. Thoughts are mightier than armies and principles have achieved more victories than horsemen or chariots. It's those inspiring ideas and transformational moments that make America extraordinary and Utah exceptional. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us as you go out into the world today. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts and do something that makes a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.